Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Featuring drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master Zero. You've lost your boss. And now. You know, baby. Fists of fail. AC off. Okay, great. And that's how we start the episode. All right. <laughs> hey, it's natural lighting today for those of you yep. who are actually watching us on YouTube. Jeez, if my we... lips are freaking pink. <laughs> that's something you'll only see on the YouTube episode if you yes. catch us on YouTube. Yes, I swear. I swear uh, YouTube videos are coming. I just finished an episode. We won't tell you which one. It'll <laughs> go up. But I kind of really want to make a video for this one because this episode is pretty important to me uh, because of uh, its significance in my life personally hmm. in terms of uh, in terms of my cinematic preferences and whatnot. So Okay. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? We're talking about... You, you, for the audio listeners who can't hear, you can't hear my gestures. I'm pointing at the board. It says we're talking about Rumble in the Bronx today. Yay, uh, Jackie! Finally, finally. finally. <laughs> uh, going back to what we said last week, we have been uh, kind of, uh, you know, putting Jackie off a little bit because we're just nervous that we're going to cover him too much, and then obviously we didn't end up doing that to, uh, at all. Uh, so yeah, now we're dedicating a whole month to him, and uh, yeah, so ja- so zero. I was almost called you Jackie. <laughs> what is the significance of Rumble the Bronx for you? So I think like many Americans uh, growing up, at least in the '90s, this is probably my first introduction to Jackie Chan. Hmm. Yeah, my very, very first, because this is the one that uh, I, I believe that when his Hong Kong films were being released, there were when they came to America, they were probably playing in like, you know, like maybe smaller independent uh, theaters or like the Chinatown theater specifically. I don't think it got a nationwide release. Mm. So the, the significance about Rumble in the Bronx is it got released for the most part, the majority of the United States, my understanding. Oh, so um, everybody, a lot, this was like on a lot of people's radars, at least in, for me growing up, a lot of people were like, oh, did you, did you see that trailer for that film? That, that, you know, that, that Chinese film that's coming here. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. It looks, looks pretty cool. And this was one of the movies that was just on rotation all the time once it came to video. And right. once it went to um, like pay-per-view and HBO in my household, it was just on like every day. It was just set on all the time. Yeah, oh, okay. It. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought you were about to say that you saw this in theaters when it first opened. I did what, not. Did you? I, okay. No. So this was a rated R movie and mm-hmm. uh, it came out when I was still a teenager. So I wouldn't have uh, been able to go in on my own anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so once it finally came to uh, pay-per-view, we just, you know, just, we just ordered this thing all the time. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I guess that didn't stop me when I watched it as a kid. <laughs> well, we, again, we just got bootlegs on the, uh, oh, not bootlegs. We got them officially <laughs> with the Chinatown, uh, DV, uh, 
not DVR, uh, a VCD. VCD, VCDs. Yes. yes, there you go. Yeah. Um, so we got it that way. Uh, I, you know, this movie, yeah, it obviously holds a significance for a lot of uh, us Americans because it's Paul. It's easily his best American film. Would you agree? American uh, film. American. American film. Well, this technically is an American film. It's uh, still directed uh, by Stanley Tong. This is a Hong Kong production still, but yes. they mm-hmm. filmed in they filmed in Canada mm-hmm. masquerading as, <laughs> as New York Bronx. City as the Bronx. This also yes. has significance for me because I lived in the Bronx for six years. <laughs> and when I got to the Bronx, I was like, there is no shiny supermarket here. <laughs> Why aren't people riding their motorcycles on top of parked cars here? Yes. I don't get it. This yes. is, I'm so disillusioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, let me rephrase that. Not an American production. It's not an American production, but it's a, it's a uh, culturally an American movie. Right? It's, it takes place in the West. It takes it take, place yeah. primarily there. Yeah, mm-hmm. still sticking in our theme of Jackie Goes West, yeah. where last mm-hmm. week he literally went to the Wild Wild West. Here, he still goes to the West, which is from where... He started out in the East, sure. mm-hmm. and now he's in New York City. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the sentimentality behind this, uh, the filmmaking of this film uh, is to try to cater towards the Western audiences, right? Like, I feel like that's pretty evident in the final product. Don't you agree? Like, yeah. Well, he's a lot of the movie is in English. When it came to America, when uh, I believe it's New Line Cinema when they redubbed it and they rescored it and all that fun stuff, re-edited it, uh, they put in, you know, they put in a lot of English. They've redubbed basically the entire cast. Thankfully, Jackie still did his own dub because, you know, his, his, his voice is pretty iconic too. So you, you don't want to change him, but oh man, some of those, some of those dub actors, (laughs) it's pretty cringy, but it's, it has nostalgia for me at this point. Right, right. Uh, well, I don't know how many how many versions of this movie have you seen, uh, and I don't I don't really know which version we're technically covering today. Uh, well, we everybody everybody has seen the American New Line Cinema release. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the only HD version that exists. The only 1080p Blu-ray version that exists. I understand that the Hong Kong cut which is the uncut version i think it's on like a japanese dvd and i think it's on a laser disc Mm -hmm, like a mm -hmm. chinese laser disc yeah yeah um well i well i think i might have grown up watching the hong kong version because uh, i remember distinctly watching it and it felt like it was primarily in cantonese and then watching it 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 is in cantonese yeah yes yes the original 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 version so that was the one that i remember growing up with and i didn't watch this movie a lot growing up because you know uh, you know compared to jackie's other catalogs it's not a bad movie by any standard but i'd say that it's not his best i mean i don't mean to flip-flop on what i said before it's probably still his best western set movie but it's still Mm. you know like i just didn't end up watching it a lot but I would yeah, say and I, I, can, I can definitely see that because at the time uh, he was still making great films in Hong Kong. Absolutely. And yeah. when you think about what he did around then, I and I can't think of any films off the top of my head. But like when you look at this film, it doesn't have as much action as you're hoping for. But yep. there's you know there's asterisks next to that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that uh, what, what you said before um, about like the movie being rated R 
watching it again, I, with the exception of a few fucks and shits and, you know, uh, uh, like uh, cuss words every now and then, I don't really see where the R rating comes in, you know, like it comes into play. It, it's, at times I feel like this could have gotten away with, with some censorship, maybe like just cutting around it, it could easily pass for like a PG rated movie. Because oh yeah, most definitely. This e- this could have <laughs> easily been PG thirteen. Um, yeah, I'm guessing maybe it's because of the violence, mm-hmm. and then there is a pretty violent scene towards the end of the movie where it doesn't show you anything, but the implication is extremely gory and violent. So maybe that's why it got that hard r but and then there's drug use and then there is Eh. uh there is firearms yeah and and whatnot so but there's also overacting and cheesy dialogue yeah but that doesn't give you the story yeah but like i mean totally it's all over the place right (laughs) sometimes you watch a movie and you're like oh well the tone is what kind of dictates whether or not a movie uh feels a particular way and this movie is like if they just cut around it it would have like worked only better in my opinion um yeah and so, uh what's oh, up so i was gonna say do you recall the differences between what you saw in the in the uncut version versus the american cut i think i'm gonna attribute my uh, my recollection of the movie to be uh, uh, like not so uh vivid as i remember it because i remember watching the end of this movie and i must have been confusing it with mr nice guy because of that spoiler alert there's a vehicle that's being driven around town, and it kind of confused me with like this bulldozer. I think that was at the end of Mister. That's nice Mister. Nice Guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's just because like they both had vehicles, oversized vehicles. That's like at the end, yeah, destroying the town or something like Mr. that. Mister. Nice Guy is almost like a retelling of <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've this heard movie could have easily been called Mister. Nice Guy, considering the character and the tone and everything he goes through. Did you remember the little kid character? Uh, he even says, like, oh, Kyung is a nice guy. And I mm. thought, ah, there we right, go. Right. There's, there a, there's a title drop for another movie. That's, that'll happen, like, in the next two years. Right. Um, and, oh, one person who I did not put on this board that we should definitely talk about is Nita Mui. Nita Mui is the set up in the beginning as, like, the love interest character. Oh, and yeah. In the in the uncut Hong Kong version, there is a lot more footage of her. Mm-hmm. So that's it. what I was gonna get at when it comes to the differences. When mm-hmm. I watched the original version, it is significantly more tragic. <laughs> and yeah, oh man, I was watch so like you can watch a lot of the like deleted scenes on like Chinese, you know, like you YouTube Chinese sites. So if you can if you can read Chinese characters and look it up, then you could find them there. And people post, you know, basically what's not in the American version. And it's just her getting terrorized by the the, the local gang. And then she gets beat up by them a, a little bit, yep. manhandled. It's, yeah, it makes you feel even even worse because in the original American cut, you do feel pretty bad for her just because, you know, she... She doesn't get bamboozled, but she gets roped into thinking she's buying this place and nothing's wrong with it. Right. And then all these things, just all, all the cracks and all the all, all the, the stuff starts exposing itself. Right. You wouldn't say she was bamboozled. I think she was bamboozled. I think it's like a cycle that the in, in the Hong Kong cut, it's it starts to become more evident that she's bamboozled. Yes. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Like everyone who buys a store wants to sell it desperately because they yeah. they know that the gang, the local gang, is just there to terrorize them, and there's nothing you can do about it. So they're just finding a next uh, patsy to to uh, move this onto. Right. Uh, and for, for like totally, the new line version kind of tries to play it up for laughs, right? Yes. Like even then, it doesn't work entirely. But you can but you can tell that they try to change the tone of what she's going through to be more of a for a comedic effect it's like oh look at her she's like she thought she was gonna get like a deal by buying the supermarket but turns out she's like like it's not funny (laughs) she's she's going through a lot of shit and like it's not deserved at all and then you watch the hong kong version they really really drag out some scenes especially that one where you mentioned with her getting beat up and she just on the floor in the front of the entrance of mm-hmm. the supermarket, and she just looks like traumatized. Yeah, and like that. This is not funny. <laughs> no part of this is hilarious. So we should talk about what the story is then, because we've been mentioning specific plot points. Okay, okay, okay. Jackie goes to America for a wedding. So that <laughs> that is Rumble in the Bronx. It's Rumble in the Bronx. That's well. I mean, I'm not wrong, but yeah, no. Okay, well. To, to elaborate a little bit more, uh, he comes to America for a wedding. In the Bronx. In the Bronx. Oh, yeah. Very, very important detail. Uh, and It's for his uncle. But his uncle is the owner of a supermarket. And that supermarket gets sold to Anita Moy, who we just mentioned before. And because his uncle is going on a honeymoon, Jackie decides to stay and watch over his place. And also, he's like part owners of the supermarket. That's the part I never understood. That's a detail in the Hong Kong cut that is mm. left out of the uh, American cut. And also, yeah. he's a police officer. That is yeah. something I'm glad they, they completely cut out in the New Line version. It wasn't necessary, but it, it explains why he has the ability to defend himself. Right, right. Yeah. There's you, a don't scene- always need, you don't always need that, but some, some people are like, well, why can he fight? Because well, he's Jackie. Yeah. No, no reason. You don't need a no reason. reason. They, they explain yeah. in the beginning, like, oh, you kept up with your fighting, right? That's, that's yes. All you that's that's all you needed. Yes. Yes, right. I agree. All right. So that's basically it. And then there's the local gang that comes to terrorize him. The 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 multicultural '90s movie gang. <laughs> I love these. Yes. These they're like the worst, greatest things. I, I think of like Double Dragon with mm. the Melissa Milano, uh, or like there's Melissa Milano. Yeah, yeah I, Melissa I, Milano. Yes, he's in it. Isn't that? Whatever. Double so dragon. she, yeah, double <laughs> dragon, yeah, 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 like with the multicultural gang, it's like super cheesy, like unrealistic at all, whatever. Um, but they're, yeah, that they're terrorizing the, the the supermarket and then therefore terrorizing Jackie, and it's just like a nonstop onslaught of that. Um, that's like the A plot. It is the main plot for the longest time, and then the movie takes a hard right at the very end of the film. Yeah, the the side plot becomes the 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 main plot and just yeah. takes over the end of the film. Yeah. The side plot being there is a diamond heist. These diamond bandits try to sell diamonds to this organization. They get bamboozled. Mm-hmm. And in the in an in an escape attempt, the gang that has been terrorizing Jackie, they end up stealing the diamonds from these diamond thieves. And so the the bad guy syndicate run by White Tiger uh, tries to get one of these gang members, and then this is where all the characters and story points yes. converge, and right. that becomes the main uh, plot at the end. So, 
Yes. So this is probably why I don't remember the ending so well, even though the rest of the movie I do remember you know, a little bit more fondly. I never liked that hard turn that, that movie this movie makes. It just it makes the f- movie feel like it's disjointed and disconnected. Um, it does come out of nowhere, but if you think about it, what was the the movie would have just been Jackie fights the gang the whole time, right? I, I would have been fine with that. I uh, like honestly, uh, they they could have like just set it up as maybe the gang would have hired someone. I'm literally bigger? thinking, yeah, yeah, like Kung Fu Hustle. Like the literally, it's the story of Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It could have they could have escalated in the yeah. power levels and got somebody bigger. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's the, the, true. And the diamond heist thing. Once once that becomes the main plot, the fighting in the movie just stops. It, it, well, it, there's a lot of stunt it, work. It kind of has to stop for a reason. So. Yes, yes. There's a lot of stunt work afterwards, but that's basically it. Um, and. So we're talking about all the versions of this movie. I think that uh, after watching the New Line version just recently for this uh, episode recording and watching it, the uncut version again, I have to say the one thing that I never thought I would say, I prefer the New Line version oh, like, I was, by far. I was going to say the New Line version is pretty, it's great. It's, yeah. it's far, I, I would say it's far superior despite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people liking the original the original is mm-hmm. fine as is but man like it just gets to the point mm-hmm. and some and thankfully uh it does it barely cuts out any action there's like a few snippets here and there for timing and just getting the beats yeah, yeah. A, a little quicker but all the action is untouched practically mm-hmm. right so right. if you if you want you can you know try to seek out the uncut version so you can get more like anita moy Yep. You can get more of the drama going on. You can get more unearthing of the details of the characters. But the New Line version, it gives you everything that you need. Yeah, a lot of the complaints that we have when it comes to uh, cutting down for time for international audiences is that they're cutting out uh, important details, and, and especially in fighting. But here, it's like, no, they're just cutting like maybe one or two frames, maybe like uh, maybe like half a second worth. But it's like not the important points of the action, right? Yeah, and also, yeah. and then, but then there's like the parts of the story where you, you can you can complain that you know censorship or cutting things down for time could be a detriment. Whereas this movie, I felt like that no, they they cut out things that I didn't think were necessary. Uh, that's perfectly fine with me. Like, you didn't think uh, the Uncle Bill and Auntie singing to each other scene <laughs> was necessary for character development? I do, I do find it cute that she, the well, uh, the, the actress who plays her, the actress who plays her, again, is actually speaking Chinese. I think, I think, I'm I don't pretty know if it's, sure that's her oh, singing. It sound, it sounds like her, the, uh, the, the actress. It, it sounded like it. Uh, so during their wedding, they are singing a Cantonese love song to each other. Yep. completely cut from the american version understandably it's so it's but it's it's cute it's yeah. cute yeah i think so i mean that's i mean oh yeah blasphemy for cutting that one scene out of the movie <laughs> and uh, then uh you don't get the the shot of jackie splayed out in a split his like you know his <laughs> dong like, is right in front of the camera as yep. he's stretching i was yeah, like okay I'll... yeah maybe, maybe it's good they cut that out but then he goes into the handstand push-ups like, okay, okay yeah i could i could then see the new line version just goes straight into the handstand push-ups and all yeah. both of the bits for either version it's eye candy for both guys and girls i guess yes yeah 
That way, speaking of Jackie uh, showing off to the camera, we get a longer, uh, a longer version of him like uh, posing in front of the mirror mm. uh, in the in earlier right. scene. It doesn't matter. All all we need, like, I even find that the um, I'd find that the shorter version is funnier because the longer version kind of just holds on it to onto it a little too longer. Yeah, a long, so- too long. Yeah, Jackie is in the grocery store. There is a two-way mirror. Yep. He, he is kind of playing in front of the mirror, posing and flexing. Unbeknownst to him, Anita Moy is behind there, able to see everything. Yeah. And Big. what I what I what I gathered from the uncut version is, I think they were trying to play up kind of a love story because the music that was playing in that it it felt a little more whimsical, a yep. middle a little more happy. And when you have that, when you have her, her reaction to Jackie's, you know, boastfulness, it feels like they're trying to make her fall in love with him. Yeah, that I don't think either version and it wasn't, and does it wasn't it well. really necessary. Well, either hmm. the love story, like yeah, I kind of wish they they stuck to their guns. Either version doesn't do it well, in my opinion, uh, when it comes to the love story because they they do set it up in in both versions that. Anita Mui has like the hard eyes for Jackie. Like he's he's his nice guy. He's doing all these yeah, nice things. Yeah, a, a little. Her. Yeah, a little bit in the American version, but then it's completely squashed because of the other love interest. Yeah, who is we'll... the gang leader's girlfriend? So creating, you know, creating lots more conflict there. Right, right. Yeah, Francois Yip, uh, who <laughs> in certain scenes you can tell she's a model, not really much of an actress. And oh boy, there's a lot of not so fond memories of acting in this movie. <laughs> but so I will say, I I don't want to blame her so much, mm-hmm. um, but because she's dubbed, basically everyone's dubbed, and a lot of the cringy acting, mm-hmm. at least in the New Line version, definitely comes from the dubbing of them, like the mm. the the, um, yeah. the Danny character. Oh man, his dubbing is. It's pretty bad, but it's so it's so endearingly bad now because you could see what they were going for. He's a little boy. Yep. They got somebody to play a little boy. Yep. And yep. it it just they're they're kind of overdoing it. So whenever you hear him talk, it's right, uh, right. it's 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 uh, amusing. If if we could take the audio from the uncut version and put that into the original audio, like mostly in Cantonese or whatever the original language was in both English and Cantonese mix, and then put that over the new line cut, I think that'd be perfect. Because I do find that everyone speaking English to be kind of distracting, especially since like none of their lips match, and we're like, they're clearly talking in Cantonese. Um, so like, I, don't, I, really, I didn't really get that all that much, uh, but I still prefer the new line version, minus the dubbing issue. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and oh yeah, and just to finish up that whole comedic thing uh, with the mirror, I think that ultimately the end reveal, uh, they cut out this portion of Jackie like looking back and forth between the mirrors to realize it's a two-way mirror, like, and he's seeing his face react to it. Like that's something they could have left in the New Line version. But again, ultimately, I still prefer the New Line version. Like, uh, like what they did was, uh, I wouldn't say flawless, but pretty good. Pretty yeah, damn good. Yeah, you can you can notice like time like you know just little things to make the scenes faster. They mm-hmm. kept all the action for the most part intact. 
I noticed that in the last fight scene when he goes to the gang's hideout, there are a few hits missing. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I wouldn't have never known. It's just him beating up the gang members a little more. There's a little more baseball bat hits on the pinball machines. Him with the, um, with the ski a little more. And yeah, yeah. when I when I kind of look at him back and forth, I realize, oh, well, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. fine. Um, I, I wouldn't say we missed out that, all that much. Uh, ultimately, I mean, I don't feel like we we cut out any major hits, major stunts. Uh, that that's, I mean, I, I think that's a big big uh uh, disservice if you were going to do that but you know like or like whoever did the editing for uh for this version like at new line did a great job yeah that's all i'm gonna Uh, say i noticed that in the the big stunt one of the big stunts of the movie when he jumps from the parking garage onto the balcony so basically he jumps between two buildings Mm -hmm. uh you get more more of those wide shots from different mm-hmm. camera angles that we're missing, but I mean we we'll get, get to that. We yeah, all we'll, get to that. But I, I do think that um, ah oh, man, you could, you definitely can tell that that was like done in one like one. It big was yeah, leap. it was, it yeah. was one and done one take. Yeah. Yes, I kind of wish they didn't cut back and forth between the camera angles as much as they did because like I just like yeah you know, like similar to the stunt that he did in Project A. Like one time you just see Jackie fall from begin like beginning to end. It completes, and then you show it again from a different angle, a different or like, angle, yeah. or police story. Any of his stunts, I feel like in this movie, when they did that big, epic jump, like they cut him in, in while he's still in midair. I'm like, ah, I just want it to be one long take. Right. I, I, I would uh, say that it's an American style of editing where, yeah, yeah, they they want to just show you everything, show you the stunt from beginning to end, multiple takes. You can, I get it though, because that completely slows everything down, and now you're just hyper focused on seeing this, this stunt over and over again three times. Yeah, some people, I, I can understand why they would do that for American audiences. Of course, of course. I mean, this is still the '90s. We still in uh, you know, like still newbies to the game, <laughs> the Americans. Uh, I mean, like looking back on it, I, you can clearly tell they they shot it all like one continuous stunt right so i kind of want i wish that they would you know like redo that the this edit and just show it as one continuous motion as opposed to like cutting in between because it like with today's eyes like the way that i look at it right now i i always think of it as like it's disjointed it makes me feel like it's not real even though he actually did do it and i feel like that's that's a disservice to the stunt Right. My preference would be to show it all in the mm-hmm. one take so we can confirm it yep. was actually performed. Yeah. And then on the next pass, you do, you know, you can cut between the different angles so it visually looks nice. Right, but, right. But I guess as people who enjoy those stunts, like, you want us to believe that it happened, so, you know, show the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's what I was saying before about this trying to cater towards the Western audiences, their sentimentalities. Uh, but... I think that this movie does a pretty good job in terms of uh, filming most of the action. Otherwise, I don't think that it, like I, I don't want this to come off completely negative. That's just like a minor nitpick, uh, even though it is with one of the more more famous stunts from this movie. Um, I think that overall the fighting, even though there isn't a whole lot, I think that they filmed it pretty well. Not great, but it's not 
I mean, it's it's above it's above good. How how about that? Let's just leave it as that. It's above good. <laughs> above good. Yeah, for Jack for Jackie that you know because like you know I hate to compare it to his, his other productions, but you know it's not bad. It's just you know like they found a good mix between what would what is like Jackie's standard usual standard and trying to appeal to a Western audience. And obviously, uh, people love this movie, so I I think that they you know found like they, they rode that line perfectly. Yeah, so I, I can understand what you're saying because, yes, if you were to compare this to other Jackie films, just taking out all the action, mm-hmm. and, you know, just throw away all the story, just take out all the action, it is kind of lacking. Yes, there... Well, okay, not 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 entirely. So fight scenes, yeah. compared to other Jackie movies, this is lacking. There aren't as many fight scenes. They have to make up for it later with adding more action, uh, you know, a bigger action spectacle at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say uh, one thing that we didn't really talk about so much is uh, Jackie Chan's character in this movie is just so likable for me, and it's okay. it's interesting because uh, like as an Asian American, when I saw this, I was like, I it just I could just kind of relate to it, um, and it was it was really inspiring for me because even, even, even now, uh, uh, society kind of still thinks of Asians as the, Oh, they're super nice. They're super humble, super quiet. Yeah. And this movie kind of, uh, it doesn't really elaborate on that, but it kind of get, it's kind of in that mold, but th- then also kind of breaking it because yes, he is that he is the man from Asia. He is that kind of humble, so stereotype. But then when he kicks ass, he kicks ass. And as an Asian American watching this, I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, mm-hmm. I really, I like that he, he's an action hero. He's somebody that, like, that I can personally look up to because we didn't have that growing up. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have Bruce Lee. That was way before oh, my time. When I saw yeah. action movies, it was, you know, it was Van Damme. It was Arnold, you know, Schwarzenegger, Stallone. Yep. And then this finally came along. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. He's, it's like they were catering to me you know that's not <laughs> that's not the case you know oh boy and that's why you moved to the bronx that is totally yeah, yes. why you no, just want to no. relive this movie it's mm-hmm. like where are they where's a the supermarket i need to buy it i need to <laughs> also know what the local gang is like <laughs> uh cool i mean like i'm glad that it has some like resonance to you like this one not so much for me but yeah i can definitely see that like uh especially since uh, like uh, on a more legitimate level you actually got this movie uh and legitimate using legitimate ways uh i grew up on jackie film like others other films so like i just I just marathon them as kid um but yeah like uh but i can, I can definitely see that like how important this movie is for like you know your your you know your the western audience like growing up this is obviously prior to rush hour i guess this is like his first successful western i, I always have to put quotations around western now his first successful Western film. Yes, uh, because this, this is the case. Yeah, like at Cannonball Run, uh, Bow uh, Creek Brawl, uh, The Protector. Like none of those movies really worked, and this one, like finally in the mid '90s, we, we made it happen. So yeah, I mean, I can definitely see like you're definitely like a part of that demographic that like gravitated towards this movie. So oh uh, yeah, yeah, this was this was like a big eye opener for me. Once I saw this, I was like, oh man, like who is this guy? And then after Rush, at Rush Hour came out and he mm. kind of blew up, mm. they started importing his other films 
here yep. and like i was i was hooked right away I was like, <laughs> okay okay a lot of people yep. are like oh well i saw jackie in the 80s and the 90s before yeah but like we didn't have access to him so this was yeah this was my gateway drug for jackie yeah i mean you can definitely tell how influential this movie is which is really bizarre to me there's one particular scene we'll we'll reference later. It's it's a, a end fight, but there's another movie we've covered on the show that de- de- borrows so many stunts mm. from this particular fight, and it's so weird because I would have thought like out of all of Jackie's catalog of fantastic fight scenes, I wouldn't think that they would take something from Rumble in the Bronx. But there is so much that has borrowed from it. I, I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yes, Zero. I do know which one. Yeah, I'm yeah. About. But we'll get to that if you listen to us in the technical section of this. If you follow us on Patreon, and that is my plug for the day. And I guess we'll. <laughs> I guess if you don't have anything else to say, we can go into the action zero. Well, uh, then there you go. That's that's Rumble in the Bronx. Right? Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Uh, zero. I'm clear. Uh, I'll. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. I feel like you have way more positive vibes about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh. I like this movie. I don't love it, but I like it. It's not as bad as I remember it to be. I, I don't know why. I just remember it being way worse than it actually was. But rewatching it again, it's it's well, the action's pretty entertaining. But I will say, I don't think there's enough of it. Oh, that sounds really like critical. I'm, That's I'm not fine. You, you can you, want. You can want. More. I wanted more from it, okay. and I'm still. I'm curious if there was more action planned, like more fighting mm, planned because yeah. he broke his leg. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll never know. I don't think it's I don't think it's documented anywhere. I've never heard anybody yeah. say that. So Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if that was true, I mean, assuming that they filmed everything like not sequentially, like cuz most movies aren't uh but you never know with Hong Kong productions. Um yeah, like I want to say that like it could have used a little bit more action i think that the pacing the new line version does a great job i'd say maybe if we could have like a super cut of it where we just take the new line edits and then sprinkle in like throw in back the original languages that everyone's speaking that'd be f- perfectly fine for me uh i'm not i don't i'm not particular about either music choice like either score really works for me like i'm not so honing on it for this for this movie for some reason Go I back think, and rewatch the uncut version mm-hmm. and like listen to that score. Like just pay attention to it. That guitar, that wailing guitar gets a little distracting. Like it, okay. it messes with it messes with the tempo. Okay. All right. Maybe yeah. I, I didn't hone in on it so much uh, my, on my second viewing. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I also find the New Line score a little bit out of place at times, but whatever. Um, all right. But anyways, uh, action wise, when the action does get good, it gets pretty good. It's not always great, but like that particular hideout scene, I think you just watch that and you just have a great time. Um, maybe, uh, maybe the 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 early um, fight scene in that before they get to the alleyway. Maybe I, I I do like the parking lot chase, although that's not really a fight, not per se. And now that I think about it, like if we're gonna talk about the strictest sense of the definition of fight, there's really not that much at two. all. Yeah, there's, there's only, only two, two, yeah. There's so the one hot- long one. The first one is an introductory fight, so it's yep. very short. Yeah. And then the parking lot chase is like you said, it's more of yep. a chase. There isn't really fight choreography there. Yeah, yeah. Um I'd say that the hideout fight is definitely the highlight of this. You can totally just watch it on its own. You don't need the context at all and still really enjoy it. Um 
And I don't know. Like, I, I think that the movie's pretty good. It's not Jackie's best, in my opinion. It's definitely his best Western film. Um, so I'd say check it out anyways. But if you just felt like watching the fight scene alone, you're more than welcome to. I don't think you'd totally miss out that much. But anyways, Zero, this movie has a legacy for you. So <laughs> what is your thought? Right. Yes, uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie because mm-hmm. I saw it uh, as an impressionable teenager. And I loved it back then, and I've become a lot more critical and opinionated now. But watching this, I can clearly see it is a very entertaining movie. I think the new line cut is perfect. I think it just, it's, the movie just like breezes, breezes by. And even when there's no fighting in the beginning, at least the the story beats and the character setups, it's fun to see Jackie come in to the Bronx, quote unquote, and, you know, (laughs) discover this world, understand what's going on. And then them just setting up the pieces before the gang just starts to start antagonizing him and Anita Moy. I think that stuff was really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I like it. I recommend the movie. Um, If you can find the uncut version, it's interesting to see uh, everything they took out because the New Line stuff works completely by itself. But if you want more little beats, like discovering that, oh, he was actually a a cop in Hong Kong. He actually has a girlfriend in Hong Kong. At least he verbally says this on two occasions. And despite the fact that uh, Nancy still like gets together with him, he he tells her like, oh, I have a girlfriend. Wait, are are you sure that he's a good guy now? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird. So that's a little like morally ambiguous. I th- I thought he was referring to Anita Moy. I thought I don't, that's what... Yeah, I don't know what he's referencing. No, 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 no. Because when he's talking with Danny, he says, "Oh, I have a girlfriend in Hong Kong." Oh, that's maybe Jackie's not such a good guy. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they cut that stuff out because they just wanted to play up the uh, you okay. know the nice the nice guy in the, okay. in the American cut. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know if he was just saying that to de- you know to deflect mm-hmm, like. Because, you know, Dan- the whole movie, Danny's trying to set him up with his sister. Yeah. And sometimes you're just like, oh, I have a girlfriend or, oh, I have a boyfriend, you know. Yeah, yeah, So, yep. well, <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the Hong Kong cut is kind of fun in that you get a lot more, you know, little moments of, of character stuff. And then Anita Moy, oh, man, like, they just, they just antagonize <laughs> her. So if you want to see her getting antagonized oh, a yeah. Watch I want that version. I want to watch the version where Anita Moy is just crying the entire crying. time. She yep. gets slapped around. <laughs> oh boy, that is the ultimate way of watching Rumble in the Bronx. Oh my god! And her only comeuppance is she gets to watch the villain of the movie join her as they run over <laughs> the secondary <laughs> villain, and they both like cheer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we I got them. I don't think they were in the same room, right? Because they Moore were all like, in. They were all in the hovercraft. I yeah, but they were in. I don't think the actors were in the same room. I don't. I I agree. I don't believe they were either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, why well, in the Bronx? It's it's so enjoyable to watch. You can watch. You can just watch the fights, or you can watch the whole movie. I recommend yeah. the whole movie because it's 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 a breeze to sit through. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess that's Rumble the Bronx. I, I I think I've been sitting here for so long. I I think I need a new cushion. Zero. <laughs> I need a new cushion. Can you buy me a new cushion? 
Maybe you're sitting on some diamonds. Maybe you might oh, want to okay. check to All make right. sure they're not like poking your butthole. Oh my god, someone's gonna come up to me and steal my chair. <laughs> <laughs>